Hello and welcome to Weekly Word News, brought to you by Kunt the Bull in the post-truth apocalypse. I'm Ben, and as always, I'm hanging out with Mike, Hello. Claire, hey. and Pete. Hello. And this is our sideshow where we bring you a selection of this week's most fucked up stories that we found on the internet this week. We call it Weird News. Let's proceed. <laughs> that seemed very formal. I thought so. Here's weird news. Let's <laughs> proceed. Oh, we're going back to World War One, so oh. <laughs> this is some quite well, old news. You know we did Sealand the other week. Yeah. Right, well fuck Sealand, I want this place. Yeah man, me too. Look at it. That's fucking awesome. World War One era sea fort off the coast of the UK on sale for the snip of sixty thousand dollars. Mate. That's great. That's what, forty grand? Forty-five thousand. Yeah. Probably a little bit more. I'm dead. Wow. Let's buy it, man. Can we all club together? What, what? Claire, you get that money soon. There you go. That's that's, that's your investment. Majority of it. That's your investment done, boss. <laughs> Bull sand fort reinforced by concrete and fitted out with twelve inches. That is thirty centimeters of armor is designed to withstand gunfire from battleships. Oh, mate, we've got to buy that. <laughs> a decommissioned fort constructed during the First World War is being auctioned off for the first time. And a report in the BBC said, the fort is situated in the middle of the ocean and the starting bid is just $60,000. The bull sand... It's in an estuary as well, then. Yes, if it's only five kilometres off, that's only miles. four miles, something three, like that. Just over three miles. Do you know the Humber Bridge, then, so it's off Hull? Yeah. Mm. yeah, I guess so. Be a bit fucking nippy up there, though, wouldn't it? Ooh. Yeah. The fort includes three floors, a basement and magazine below sea level, and central two-storey observation tower. Fresh water supply is available at the fort via an artisan well. And externally, there is a balcony and a jetty. Stephen Moorish, an employee, told the BBC that the fort requires an imaginative buyer <coughs> with a project in mind. And lots of money, no doubt. Yeah, with 12 inches of armour. 45 grand, probably. Yeah, but that's what started. 50,000. That's the starting yeah. bit. That could go for hundreds of thousands, couldn't yeah, it? Yeah, but then we've got to kit it out. Yeah. Got to put the guns back in for a start. <laughs> it's fucking cold up there as well. Yeah, central in the middle heat. of the sea. Central heating's a must. Yeah. Fuck <clears throat> that. Concrete, it'll just suck it out of the place, won't it? It's some cladding on it. It's 30 centimetre thick armour. I think the insulation would be quite good with 30 centimetre thick armour around it all. I think, yeah, I don't think you'd have to worry too much about holding the heat in. Well, I'll put some insulation on the outside. It's got a pier, look, a nice old balcony out of the sea in the summer, that'd be nice. Some deck area. Some spare tyres. Some spare tyres. About two weeks in the summer. <laughs> That's about all you can get. I want that. You see that balcony there? What guys, a great little summer house it could be. I want that. I want my quarters to be off that balcony right there. <laughs> the Your quarters. quarters. <laughs> with the balcony, please. I don't care whose vice, you get that one there. <laughs> but, you know, you can fight amongst yourselves for that. It does look like a fort, doesn't it? On top of a... I get the top bit. Like, you know, concrete platform, doesn't it? Mm. That's fucking awesome. It is amazing. I do like it. I want it. Fucking rust bucket. Are there any? <laughs> yeah, but I'm, I'm thinking what you could do concrete. to it. It's rusting, so there must be some iron in it. No, that's thirty it's... centimeter fucking thick armor. That's rusting. It'd be steel, wouldn't it? 
to withstand gunfire from battleships. Splatter with seagull shit constantly. Oh, fucking hell, you're such a fucking killjoy. What else you got going on? Give me a pessimist. Fucking hell. Come on. Live the dream with us, Michael. Off the coastal hull, that's not the dream. <laughs> right, right. Do you, think, do you think we could get it moved? Because it's Fiji. No, it's already built into the sandbank. Ah, I can't get it moved off off the coast oh, yeah, of Fiji. You'd have to get that checked every so often, wouldn't you? I'd Take imagine it. so. Yeah, make sure. Mind you, it's been up for a while, though, hasn't it? Yeah. Up for over 100 years. They built things properly back then. Uh-huh. Laura told me about this earlier. Yeah, Skittles are unfit for human consumption lawsuit claims. Taste the rainbow, guys. Uh, yeah, it's what they've been putting in a man. Titanium dioxide. Tasting the rainbow may come with a nasty side effect if a recent US lawsuit is to be believed. Genial Thames is taking the owner's Mars to court, saying they are unfit for human consumption because they contain traces of a chemical called titanium dioxide. She's leading a class action lawsuit in California that accuses the firm of failing to adequately warn customers of its presence, accusing it of committing a fraud of emission. Known as TiO2, titanium dioxide, is a white colouring agent that's commonly used in confectionery as well as things like cake, candles, toothpastes and paint. Oof. So it's already out there, I mean, all the stuff. I put it in our fucking mouths every night, oh. brush our teeth. Here's where it gets a bit interesting. European lawmakers banned TiO2 as a food additive in March. That's because there are some concerns it may result in genotoxicity, damage to DNA, which may, over time, cause cancer. Oh, great! Oh, my God. It causes damage to DNA. Hear me out. What if that guy on the advert who could turn everything he touched into Skittles... What if he did... As a result of it. As was a result of it. (laughs) While Europe is banning it, the UK isn't. What a surprise. We like our skills too much, obviously. You don't have to, no Brexit. Don't have to apply to their food rules anymore. Arseholes and eyeballs back in the pork pies. And if, if they change one, they're going to change both. They're probably made in this country, they haven't got to change it. No, but from a company's point of view, if you're going to change a recipe, you might as well do it across the board, haven't you? But they're not, though, are they? Well, if the lawsuit goes through, they might. Well, in the still... US, but here, still going on. Mm. Mm-hmm. It is a small amount that can be absorbed, and over time this could build up. Yeah, there's still some research needs to be done, I think, but... there's any hint of a danger, you've got to stop it. Stop it there and then, yeah. It's not just skills, it is Sour Patch Kids and nerds. Oh, I like both of them. Mm. God damn it. That titanium dioxide tastes so good, though. <laughs> but the super sour ones are dipped in it, the ones you really like. Mm. <laughs> mm. Oh, it's cancer-causing. Cancer even a chance, yeah. like Mike said, there's a chance it can cause cancer. It shouldn't be on sale, should it? Right. Yeah. yeah. No. And they should know that. They must know that. But they didn't know it. As soon as someone brought their attention, they should go, oh, let's not use that anymore. All these things should be tested before they put on the market. They're not, are they? They're put on the market, and then they're found out to be cancer-causing, whatever. And they fight tooth and nail to keep it on the market. There's more years it's still out there. Look at that herbicide. What was that fucking, yeah, what was that weed killer? Roundup. Yeah, that ain't good. Mm. 
I don't know if they're still spraying it, are they? I've no idea. I think they are. I think they've taken whatever was nasty out of it. I don't think they have. At the same time, there's all that lead in the air. I would just put more toxins in them. Oh well, yeah, exactly. We're fucked as it is. We're fucked no, as it is. Fuck us even more. Everything we're breathing in, everything we're eating, it's all fucking killing us. It's all the chemicals are all in the earth and the and the, and the food chain now. Yeah, you know, we've been eating it for years. Yeah, so we've got to do something about it, haven't we? Well, we have, but it's. Uh, put just said, "Oh fuck it." It's fuck okay. it. We're, we're done. We're done. That's it. <laughs> we're screwed. We've all got it. Pass me the skittles. Pass me the skittles. <laughs> now taste the rainbow. You know, kiss the rainbow. Suicide by Skittles. Yep. Might go the other way and I might get titanium bones like Wolverine. That's <laughs> adamantium. Ah, shit. Mm. Yeah, more than likely you're going to die painfully in a hospital bed. Yeah, more than likely. <laughs> more than likely. <laughs> or in a hospice. Probably was in a ditch. <laughs> Moving on. Cargo ship ran aground on the Isle of Man as the chief officer had to go to the toilet. That's uh-huh. good lucky, isn't it? Yeah. I don't know sh- you know how I say that the wise man shits on company time? Yeah. If you're steering a ship, yeah, doesn't or flying apply. a plane, <laughs> it doesn't apply. <laughs> if you're flying or piloting something, it doesn't apply. Wear a nappy. Mm-hmm. Or a diaper. Or just shit yourself if you fucking have to. Yeah. So the CEG orbit ran aground in the Isle of Man on the 26th of August, 2021. This is the inquest now, it's alright. Oh, it's the That's inquest. when it ran aground, this is the inquest. Yeah, it was sailing from Belfast to Liverpool and carrying wheat grain. A report into the incident says that the officer in charge felt a sudden sharp pain in his intestines around 2am and then had to urgently leave the bridge to go to the toilet. But he didn't tell anybody that he was going, so left the ship unattended. Oh, didn't change course. Yeah, he had not changed course, which would have avoided it running aground. And the CEG orbit crew of five... And the master standing orders state that the bridge must never be left unattended. No shit, (laughs) (laughs) It says, should it be necessary to leave the bridge during watch, you must first be relieved by another. (sighs) Oh, buddy, the shit. (laughs) Hold on. Fuzzy pants, that's a wank in your mind. (laughs) Why? You must be first relieved by another. <laughs> why is that the first thing that comes to your mind? Because they're sailors. That's why you were starting at the Navy beat. Yeah. <laughs> You're relieved. Well, I'm going to wank. Yeah. <laughs> You're relieved of duty. <laughs> Don't get your cock away. Oh, shit. <laughs> so the report also suggests it would have been visible enough to make out the shore of the Isle of Man and also see the lighthouse at the point of air. Can I just point out that is also a, a, a risk of shitting at work. Is that sometimes you think it's going to be over quickly. What, wanking? Just, <laughs> shitting. No. Sometimes you think it's going to be over quickly. But just take that little bit longer and he may have thought, oh, this will be a fast one, I'll get away with this. And then he was held up. Speaking of experience, you still shouldn't have left it. Yeah, sometimes you, you just wipe it and wipe it. It's like you're yeah. a crayon. Shouldn't have happened, should it? No, no, it shouldn't have happened. He should have got someone to replace him. But I think we can all appreciate he had a say, sudden urge to go. Mm. Still. Bless him. Are we moving on? Yeah. 
Texas woman given traffic ticket says unborn child counts as second passenger. Hmm. What? Brandy Bertine, who is 34 weeks pregnant, was pulled over by police for driving in a high occupancy vehicle lane for two or more people. And she's driving alone in a lane meant for two or more. Right. And she's saying that unborn <clears throat> child counted as an additional passenger after the new abortion laws. That's very true. It's a uh, potentially clever defence for motorists navigating the legal landscape following the Supreme Court striking down of nationwide abortion rights last month. Brandy Bertain of Plano, Texas tried to fight a ticket for driving only one passenger in a HOV lane, which requires at least two people in the car by arguing that her unborn baby should count as her second passenger. Worth a try, innit? Is that it? Got to be pregnant, though, Mark. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You can't just carry your fetus around with you. Like, so you're male, and who did you get that fetus from? <laughs> and where did you get it from? <laughs> and why have you got a fetus? <laughs> That's what I'd be asking. Yeah. Oh, well, I've shit. got a fetus in case this happens, haven't I, officer? <laughs> get a fucking mannequin. Mm. There's cases of people who've done that. Yep. An officer approached Bertain's car asking where her second required passenger was and Bertain tried to argue that her unborn baby should count as the additional rider given Texas abortion ban after the overturning of federal abortion protections. Officers did not agree. And she says that one officer kind of brushed me off when I mentioned this is a living child and according to everything that's going on with the overturning of Roe versus Wade. She's right there going, it's a human being, it's yeah. a human being. It's alive, yeah. Mm-hmm. Technically. Yeah. Yep. It didn't work, unfortunately. She still got a $275 dollar no, ticket. She told her that if she fought the citation in court, it would probably be dropped. Okay. So they'd be given a ticket, but if she fought it, it might be dropped. Yeah, because that's how it works. We give you the ticket, you don't pay it, you go to court. So while the Texas Penal Code recognises an unborn baby as a person, current transportation law in this state does not. Oh, hasn't caught up? Yeah. Legal experts have argued that Bertain's argument brings up a unique legal grey area that the courts are getting acquainted with following the rollback of Roe versus Wade. Different judges may treat this differently, Dallas. Oh God, lawyer Chad Ruback told the NBC affiliate, and this is uncharted territory we're in now. There's no Texas statute that says what to do in this situation, and the Texas Transportation Code has not been amended recently to address this particular situation. Who knows? Maybe the legislator will in the next session. But Bertain said the state should not be able to have it both ways. Uh, I think she's absolutely right, fucking right. I don't agree with it. Whatever you wish, your body, do what you want to do. I don't care. That's it. You know? It infringes on your rights, doesn't it? Yeah, it's your body. Do what you want to do. Abortions for all! Uh, no one likes abortions. Like, you no. know, we're not for no, abortions, no. but there are other ways to stop it. Sex education. Yeah, yeah. Contraception. Yeah. Doesn't always work. No. Castration. <laughs> Sometimes abortions. Eunuchs. Sometimes abortions have to be done for medical Eunuchs reasons. Are... Sometimes they have to be done. Yeah, that's it. Topic pregnancies and things like that. Yeah, of course. What's the laws on that then? I have no idea when it comes to on that. So if they've like banned abortions in the states or whatever, that's a medical procedure because it will rupture your flow. Yeah, so that have. would be deemed okay. I if don't know if there's still a certain week's time on it. It's different not, states, different laws now, isn't it? 
Yeah, Texas has gone rogue. You'd be feeling a lot of pain around eight to ten weeks. No, that, that might be, that'd enough, be like, like really ectopic. Yeah, that might like be four before, to six, you'd be before it was overturned. Some states for six weeks. Mm. After six weeks, you can't have an abortion. Yeah, that was the most draconian law. Now I'm guessing it's from conception. I think it might be a window. I'm not sure. But it's a very short window. It was six weeks. Now I'm assuming it's nothing. I honestly don't know enough, but I only say. I don't know the time scale of like, after pill. I'm not doing it for it, I know that much. Because yeah. I think it comes as. Um, Killing the baby, isn't it? It comes as well, it's like fucking. It's, it's influenced by religion, and religion and the state shouldn't be together. No. They should be separate, and you're, you're bringing your religious beliefs into the state, and I don't agree with that. Mm-hmm. 100%. That's a dangerous path to go down, that is. It's always pissed me off when they swear their allegiance to God and things like that, and. It's yeah. It's like, why? What's that? Like, just ah, yeah, bullshit. It doesn't have to be God, does it? It can be any holy book. Hmm. I'm sure someone took the piss and did something stupid. I know some Californian governor swore the oath on his Captain America shield. He had a replica Captain America shield. He's an atheist. Yeah. Says I'd I'd rather swear it on something I think this, the country's ideals are. So he swore on the uncapped shield. That's quite yeah. cool. I like that guy's. <laughs> I like the cut of that guy's jib. Uh, <laughs> moving on. Yeah. Influencer ends up in a wheelchair after holding her farts in too long. God. That's unfortunate. Please <laughs> sell them like that other person. I was going to say yeah. she needs to be selling them. A Brazilian social media influencer has learned the hard lesson of never holding in her farts after she had to be pushed around in a wheelchair at the airport due to horrible pain. Vitube, whose real name is Vitoria de Felice Moraes, was on vacation with her boyfriend Elisa at the Rock in Rio Lisboa Music Festival in Portugal. Rather than letting one rip in front of her boyfriend, Moraes held back the gas due to embarrassment. Oh, you're at a music festival! You're at a music festival, (laughs) fart and walk away! That's all I did. You sat next to the speakers. Yeah. Just fart. You're in a crowd. No one's going to suspect it's you. I did it loads. Well, do it whilst you're in bed and pretend that it was a funny fart. You even, you, you even laughed when you heard people going for fart. Oh, uh, like that, didn't you, didn't you Ben? Yep. Because <laughs> it's predominantly Carlsberg in the arena. <laughs> and Carlsberg gives me really bad farts. Why do you drink it all the time then? I don't usually, only a, only Oh no, it's Carl and you drink, isn't it? Carl's Carl's Ian always used to call it runny bum, didn't he? Yeah. Isn't Carling, which is equally shit, but it's like a Ford one day, oh, it gets you to where I need to go, it doesn't break down and it's alright in the morning. <laughs> <laughs> it's the Ford Mondeo of lagers. It's shit. But if I was to have like 10 cans of San Miguel and try to get up at 6 in the morning, that's going to be a lot more difficult. Yeah. Your senorita beater. Mm. So she held it in? Yeah. When they got to the airport to head home, the 21-year-old doubled over with horrible pain in her abdominals that was so intense she was forced to be pushed around in a wheelchair because she couldn't stand, all because she couldn't bring herself to fart in front of her bow. Dozy cow. Luckily, when she actually let go of all that gas she'd been bottling up, the pain went away and Maurice found humour in the situation. Yeah, that's all she had to do was fart. That's <laughs> all she had to do at any point to make herself feel better was just fart. But no, 
She kept holding it to the point where she had to be pushed around in a wheelchair instead of because you know what? I'm just gonna go to the bathroom a moment. Yeah. I was and go and sit down and let rip. <laughs> right? But no. So I'm going that this this is just so she got a few more posts, a few more likes on her post on Instagram. She's lucky the airport staff didn't catch wind of that. And oh, <laughs> you know what? Take that fucking crowd of puns. She gets it. You, you fucking won it the other night unofficially. Uh, well, if they'd have, you know, and she's like crippling over in pain, you're not going to let her on the airplane, are you? Just far, he'll respect you more. <laughs> <laughs> You'd probably just laugh it off. Exactly. Go, hey, dirty bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Catch up under this one. You know, yeah. on back at her. Could be a game, my brother. Who knows? I'm just saying that this is just... I mean, I wouldn't... If you if you can't walk... If you're like, oh, my God, I'm in so much pain. You, you would know if you've got trap gas. You can feel it. And she's like, nah, 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 nah. I'm, I'm going to sit in this wheelchair and just be in pain. I just go to the toilet and let one go. Dozy bitch. Moving <laughs> on then. Yeah. Snoop Dogg's full-time blunt roller just got a raise because of inflation. Well, okay. Inflation leaves no one unscathed. Even celebrities like Snoop Dogg are feeling the effects. On Tuesday, Snoop tweeted that he increased salary of his full-time blunt roller, who he hired onto his staff in 2019 due to the current state of the economy. Great job that is, isn't it? It all went down when the Uberfax Twitter account sent out the tweet that said Snoop's blunt roller made between 40,000 and 50,000 annually. Yeah, Yeah. all right. How arthritic are your fingers going to be? Yeah, for Snoop. For Snoop. I mean, you literally pass him one. And then you just start rolling the next. You'd probably have to work over. Right? And more prepared. What I'd do, and more prepared? You have to build up a surplus. No, what I'd do is I'd get some kids to and pay them to roll it. Kids! <laughs> <laughs> Mike, that's such a fucking capitalist thing to do. Child slave labor, yeah. basically. Well, just you're, fucking, you're supposed to be a Marxist, and you're just employing child slave labour. No, but you, you know, you pay them 20 quid a day, you keep the rest, and you... Oh, right, so you're paying them below minimum wage as well. <laughs> of course they're kids. <laughs> I thought you were a fucking... You're a Marxist. <laughs> what are you like, doing? It's about, like, ten-year-olds by the sounds of it. And they'd be happy with you're 20 a, quid. You're going to have a roving gang of pickpockets as well. It's probably just his mate, and he's just got like, wants to give his mate a job. <laughs> To, like, pay for I'll pretend there's a Telford Fagan. <laughs> <laughs> you paid some singing lessons in, buddy. <laughs> you got the beard for it. There you go. You usually have villain beards. You shave the cheeks and just go yeah. point. <laughs> <laughs> he probably just wants to give his mate a job, doesn't he? Yeah. So he's just like, oh, you can be my blunt roller. Gee, yeah, never gonna let you, you know. So Snoop first publicly mentioned that he had a blunt roller on the Howard Stern show. Yeah, motherfucker. <laughs> no, I'm not gonna try and do his voice. <laughs> yo, yo, yo. No. <laughs> no, yeah, you're crossing no. a pretty grey area there at the moment. Yeah. Yeah. That motherfucker is like Lurch from the Adams Family. You rang, he said. Seth Rogen, who himself served as a professional blunt roller 
for Wacker Flocker Flame, what, in 2014, <laughs> corroborated Snoop's story. What? Did any of that make sense <laughs> to anybody? Yeah. It didn't make sense to me. Yeah, that motherfucker's like lurching out of his family, you rang. He brings a joint on a tray. Yeah. yeah. I hope he brings a joint on a tray. He said, and then as a full stop, as a Seth Rogen, who himself serves as a professional blunt roller. Never. For whoever, someone Whack called Whacker Flock of Flame, don't know who that is, sorry. That's corroborated sleep story. Yeah, they have professional joint rollers. So this guy, he knows how to gauge the look on someone's face when it seems like they want a blunt. And if they do, he gives you one. <laughs> Hence, he's like the lurch from the Adam family. <laughs> you rang. He's just always there, like, yeah. shploof. <laughs> yeah. oh, Blunt. Read the next. Read Snoop's quote. <laughs> so that motherfucker's timing is impeccable. Snoop added. <laughs> so host Howard Stern then asked Snoop. Sorry, asked if Snoop actually employed this individual. Which to Snoop replied, "Of course, that's his job, his occupation." <laughs> On it. On his resume, it says, what do you do? I'm a blunt roller. PBR, professional blunt roller. <laughs> Snoop said that the role comes with great perks like free weed and perhaps the coolest aspect of the job, smoking blunts with his boss. Well, yeah, shit, who yeah. wouldn't want that? I've is, always um, loved those episodes of Trailer Park Boys when Snoop comes along with his yeah. entourage. They're yeah. brilliant episodes. thing is, though, he smokes that many a day. Yeah. How many do you think it takes to touch him nowadays? I mean, what's he smoking? I mean, he's going to be on some seriously strong shit. And yeah. there's no tobacco in it. that Cali no. weed, would it? There's no tobacco. No. So, it's a blunt, so there's no tobacco. Blunts and no tobacco, aren't You're there? just sat there. We have you, spliffs. We with you think, you've got, I've got a decent tolerance. And after, like, three spread over 12 hours, you're just going to be fucking wasted. <laughs> Yeah. You have to have high tolerance to keep up with him. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you just wouldn't be able to smoke whole spliff. And there was a guy in Wales, he, a few years back, he was a vegetable grower. And Snoop went along to the awards ceremony and he presented the award for the biggest marrow or something like that it was. And because obviously Snoop likes his growing, he's quite open with that. He's quite interested in the the vegetation side of things. How to get the biggest... How to get the best... Bang for your book. So basically, it comes to the end of this thing and he he handed this award to this guy and he basically said to him, oh, would you like to come to my green room with me and have a a, a sample of my my vegetables that I grow kind of thing? And he said, and he took him back and he, he had a blunt with Snoop Dogg. And this was an old guy, he was in his 70s. He's like, I've never smoked weed in my life. <laughs> well, he probably didn't call it weed. I've never smoked marijuana in my well, life. I think we've had that some weird news. It was a few uh, years ago. Yeah, yeah, it was. It was a few years back. It was so, it, he was on like the BBC Shropshire yeah. talking to a guy. And, and yeah. the, uh, the person he was talking to was a bit like, can't say that on the radio <laughs> kind of thing. The fact that you just had a spliff with yeah. Snoop Dogg in Cardiff. Where, yeah. You know what I mean? Look at what the police going to do. I know. But it, the BBC have to be like, oh, we can't condone this kind of behaviour, obviously. But yeah, what a fucking funny story that would yeah. be, though. Yeah, I grew a big marrow, I did. And then I had a big spliff with Snoop Dogg. Uh, <laughs> I love how he does shit like that. No, that's the the mental thing, isn't it? It's like he just does random shit nowadays. I mean, he's a commentator on fucking MMA on the UFC. Is it? Yeah. yeah, and it's like 
You know he's fucking off his tits watching that fight. He's like, yeah. Yeah, oh, he hit him hard then. It's no different yeah. than Seth Rogen being a commentator on UFC back in the day, though. Joe it? Rogan. Uh, Joe Rogan. Seth yeah, Rogan. Joe Rogan always got his interview Joe regardless Rogan. of, like, if you were barely conscious or, like, he'd always get his interview with you. Mm. I bet Snoop Dogg gets his interview because he's not gonna. Who's not gonna want to have an interview with Snoop Dogg? Yeah. <laughs> he's one of the good guys. Right, let's end the show. Yep. I've been Ben. Thanks for listening. Please contribute to my new GoFundMe where I aim to raise thirty thousand dollars. The forty-five thousand dollars was it? Forty-five thousand. Sixty thousand dollars. Sixty thousand dollars to buy a World War One sea fort. Oh, Paul. Oh, Paul. You're on your own there, buddy. I'm in my next listen. Peace out, may the force be with you. And I've been Claire. Don't stray from your post. And I've been Pete. I want to go have a smoke with Snoop Dogg. <laughs> Get in touch if you're listening. <laughs> oh, and you can follow us on Facebook at Cover the Bun, the Post Truth Apocalypse, YouTube at Apocalypse Ball, and on SoundCloud and most other podcasting platforms at Cutting to the Ball in the PTA. Thanks for listening and good night. Bye. <laughs> <laughs>